Sweet Derek, are we live? We are live. Coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, this is The Naturals Pod. Welcome to this episode of The Naturals Podcast. As always, respectfully, I'm Uncle Kyle, seated across from me on the sticks. Sweet Derek, the producer. Hello, world. Today, ladies and gentlemen, is an eventful day, for we have our first guest, he is a regular international man of mystery. He speaks three languages. He's traveled the world over. Former racing driving instructor and currently in nightlife management, Julian Latoic. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much, Uncle Cal, for that wonderful introduction. Could I take you on one of my dates with me and you introduce me to the girl like that? Absolutely. Because, man, that was good, man. So do you I want can't introduce like myself that good, man. Hype man style, or do you I love want me it. at the door like as like a, an event caller, like if you were going to a royal bar, sir, Julian Latoic? Something like that, yeah. That's <laughs> definitely going to be helpful. All right. Just call me up, buddy. I'll be your man for that. <laughs> love no it. No questions asked. No, thank you so much for having me, man. It's kind of cool. I've never done a podcast before, too, so. There's another first, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we're breaking each other in gently, though. Gently. Ooh, ooh. Let me so first. we'll have Derek throw up the clip because you shot a commercial for the place that you were formerly working for, which is Speed Vegas. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They called me up. I um, I worked there for five years as a racing instructor, and uh, left on really good terms. I just wanted to like move on and see what else I could do yeah, with my yeah, life. Absolutely. But, uh, no, I'm still very good friends with everybody that works there. And uh, they uh, they called me out of the blue and they said, hey, listen, we're doing some, uh, you know, renovations to the company. They they sort of merged with another company to become an even bigger motorsports park. And they needed someone to do an introduction video, kind of talk about the whole company. It was the – there was – because there was another one out there. Was it Exotics Racing? Did they, like, essentially absorb them? I've always thought that was kind of crazy that there was two of those places renting the super high-end cars that you could go out and race. Um, but apparently – Yeah, that's exactly what it one was. One was doing better than the other. Yeah, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it was, it was the better move for both of them because now they kind of, like, monopolize the entire motorsports industry in Las Vegas. So they're kind of like the big dog now. There's not Absolutely. really – anybody that comes close to them so they, they, they did a really great job at that and so that's why I, I said yes i would love to help them out and so i came in and and we it took us about like four hours to shoot it but it was just a lot of fun seeing all my old co-workers and talking about all the cars i used to drive so it was a, it was a really cool thing so did yeah. you do anything crazy like john woo style have doves fly in from the background and then the <sighs> ferrari just you know peels out around a corner Kind of like Tom Cruise doing my own stunts. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Well, I didn't... You got to be the one to do it too. You got to come around the corner, tire smoke. You get out. You got the you got the flame retardant suit on. You pull the helmet off, and you're like Speed Vegas. You know that's a that's going to be a good idea for the next video. I might ask them <laughs> if I can do. I'll be that. a consultant on the follow up because I did one. not look as as nearly as cool as what you just mentioned. So that's definitely an idea for the next video. We'll keep that in mind because uh, yeah, that Tom Cruise stuff man, that's that's my jam. It's great. Check it out on his Instagram. We'll have Sweet Derek put that up right there. Um, so if you had to pick one favorite car out of all of them, because they have Ferraris, Lamborghinis. Did they have any of the crazy, super high-end supercars like the Bugatti or the, uh, 
Oh, this is how you know I'm poor. I don't know the names of any. Like a McLaren or something. Sure, yeah. McLaren. Thank you, sweet bear. <laughs> bring, bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Help me. Do you guys have any high Altimas or Corollas? You know? Yeah, I need the Civic. You know, I can afford that if I crash it into a wall. In 2001, perhaps they would have. You know, but uh, no. So, so the way it works is that all the cars obviously are insured, but you can't have cars like you know those Paganis or like Bugattis because they're just so damn expensive that just to insure them, they wouldn't really be able to get the money back on their investment because they're just way too expensive to insure. If something bad happens on a Bugatti Veyron, I mean, those things are two and a half million dollars, sometimes more. Yeah. And a lot Uh, of those people strictly just buy them and just like a piece of art. It just sits there because of that, because you have to get like a private insurance company, someone who's willing to take on that kind of a risk. Yeah, exactly. Cars like, you know, five million dollars or whatever exactly but the fact that when they buy these cars they're getting just wrecked all day long you know these guys are driving because you don't you don't just you know drive it around the parking lot you're driving around an actual racetrack with straights and turns so you're really getting the feel of what a an actual race car driver feels so these cars are going through a lot of pain over the years so that's just something that's just not feasible for them but they still have amazing cars you know they have all the high-end Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Porsche, uh, Nissan GTR. So it's it's truly a, a, a beautiful, beautiful thing that they have over there. Yeah. So clearly they pro- – do, do correct me if I'm wrong. Do they have a mechanic who works on their stuff? Because, I mean, that is the real cost on those cars is if you're going to drive them like that, you have to be prepared – to maintain them, change the oil, oh, 100%. change the brakes, which oh, yeah. like on my car, I could change the brakes for 600 bucks on all four corners. If I do it myself and on one of those cars, you're probably paying $20,000 or something oh, insane absolutely. to get it fixed. Absolutely. They have a whole team of mechanics uh, on track at all times to make sure that all these cars are running well and then they're safe for people to drive. So no, their safety is their, that's where they spend the most money is on safety. They're very, they take a lot of pride in that on being one of the safest places to race. Uh, and it really shows because they're they're just doing an incredible job with that. Having all the like world class instructors and team of mechanics, they just kill it. And I mean, they, they've got they've got all the material, you know. So so there's not really any issues on that end. Have you been I, in a car with someone and they just completely just smashed into a wall? <laughs> I was waiting for that one. I was ter- waiting. It's a for terrible that one. question to ask. I no, mean, clearly he one. survived it if it this, did. But this is a good one because when I first started working there. I had, this is the thing, I was at a barbecue, <laughs> this is a good story, I was at a barbecue with some French people, blah, 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 some French, and I had just gotten back from L.A., I got fired from a bartending job in L.A., so I ran out of cash, so I was like, I'm going to just go back to Vegas and figure things out, and I didn't have a job, and so I met these guys that owned Exotics Racing at the time, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we're doing well. And I asked them, oh, that's cool. Like, what's your business about? And they said, oh, we own this racing car company. People come and race exotic vehicles. And I said, oh, that's cool. And that's neat. He's like, yeah, the only problem right now is that we have so many Brazilian tourists coming in to drive it. We don't have anybody that speaks Portuguese. And in my head, I'm like, well, I speak Portuguese. So should I just shoot my shot? And so I did. Hell I was like, oh, yeah. that's that's strange. I speak Portuguese, but I mean, you know, they're like, and their eyes just went. <gasps> they're like, you speak Portuguese, man, fluently? And I was like, yeah, yeah, my mom's Brazilian. I've been there a million times, you know. So what He's are the usually Brazilian doing that for the ladies. Ballers. Go ahead, sweet Derek. Oh, why are you interrupting, sweet Derek? 
My bad. I said you're. You, you, I said you're usually doing it for the ladies. When you're speaking usually, <laughs> no. Usually, the French is for the ladies. Okay, the, the Brazilian okay. is to pretend that I'm good at soccer, even though I'm not. I mean, I feel like the Portuguese comes in handy too. Uh, well, that time it did. That time it really did because they were like, "Would you? Would you want to work with us as a racing instructor?" And I said, "Listen, man, I don't even know how to drive stick." <laughs> I have zero experience. Well, fortunately, a lot of the higher end ones, especially now, most of them come with ma- or um, automatic gearboxes, right. or they have the paddle shifters on. They there, all which have still, paddle shifters, in a sense, but still, I had zero experience. Yeah. I'm like, uh, dude, I'm a bartender, man. I, I and they said, dude, we'll teach you. We need someone desperately that speaks Portuguese. We will teach you. And I spent the next, literally, my first day at work, and then for the next month. Every day I was coming into work, just driving these all these cars. Driving sick cars. Wow, what a nightmare! That was, what a terrible job to start. Can you imagine that was my training. <laughs> like I sat in the car all day. I was like, "This is how you race. This is how you do it. You got your braking points. You got the movement of the car, the weight in the front. That's when you turn." Blah blah. blah. Like I just learned racing, racing, racing for an entire month. Yeah, because when you're an instructor <clears> there and you're taking the client and they're in the passenger seat, you're supposed to kind of wow them and really show them what the car is capable of exactly. and get a little wild with it. So I would be super nervous doing that. I could never, I could be so wealthy and I would never buy a Ferrari. Cause I'm like, I'd put this thing into a wall. That's why I was pretty nervous. <laughs> my first time, imagine my first time I get some Australian kid, you know, comes in he's like, Oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, me too, man. And it was like, Oh, you've been doing this a long time. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. I've been doing this forever, man. <laughs> it was the first guy I was taking out. It's good that you lied, though. I mean, I feel like in that situation, it's not as scary if, like, your pilot was, like, first day on the job. I'd be like, yeah, no, it's my first day. And Hope a month ago, it. I was uh, slinging cocktails in Hollywood, you know. But, yeah, let's do this. Last night, I was making Manhattans. Today, 360 Donuts. There you go. Hope Crispy you're ready cream. to learn the new meaning of speed. That's awesome, though, man. And that's how, that's how the rest is history. I'm just far too reckless to have a job like that. Their insurance would immediately double if I stepped out there. <laughs> Fun fact, I got dropped from State Farm. How dare you, State Farm? I paid my premiums. And it wasn't even over an accident. They literally, I got a ticket, and apparently that crossed the threshold of whatever score sheet I had run up, and they were like, we're done with you. Shout out to Progressive. The ball's on them. The real winners in the insurance game. So I have to know, though, because you said the Australian guy. Who crashed into a wall? Is that the guy? Was oh, that no, him? no. Okay, we had to get oh, back to the wall crashing. So the I still got to know. Okay, I got to know who crashed into the wall, How dude. Come on. How into the racing instructing <laughs> were you at the point that somebody crashed? Was this a surprise for both no, of you? No, actually, I, I got pretty lucky in my five years there because none of my students have crashed. I've gotten some off-roads before because the brakes have given out on me. Yeah. But I would it was imagine never... they get, like, really hot when you're hitting all kinds of turns and you're repeatedly using them, and then you just... Oh, yeah hopefully slide into some gravel that doesn't ding and scratch the well, that's that, Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Like, it, it kind of went off because the brakes went out. It happened sometimes. And then we kind of went on in a gravel pit, and nothing happened to the car. Nothing happened to us. So, again, like, their safety is insane. It's like As they're it really, be. really good on that. Now, the, the one who almost crashed the car was me, actually. And they still talk about it five years later. I'm sort of like a living legend over there. It's like, so I remember that one time. Were you showboating, or, or were you just – did you just – no. lose control i lost control it was actually it, it's it's crazy because this every time i show up there they still talk about it like, i remember julian almost crashed that porsche the shame you'll never <sighs> live down oh my what god what kind of porsche it was a porsche cayman so it's like the easiest car to drive yeah man. this thing drives itself literally respectfully that's a chick porsche i saw one of those on the way home and me and the condo <laughs> were riding home and he goes that's like 
It's like the least manliest. You don't own it, Julian. Don't be offended by it. Well, this. no. Well, I am. I'm, I'm hurt and because now I don't want to crash, follow with the honestly, story. Right? I don't want to follow the story of me almost <laughs> crashing it. But no, it was raining. And so when, when it rains, we as instructors, we take all the cars out on the, on, the, on the track and we ride the same line to kind of like move the water out of the way and dry out the driving section of the oh, track. Oh, that's interesting. Right. So we were drying it out taking laps and at one point i see this this audi r8 in front of me sort of picking up speed i'm like okay i'm gonna pick up some speed too you know it must be drying out and so i hit this massive puddle man and all of a sudden the car does and then boom i'm off on the side of the road man and i'm going about maybe 80 90 miles an hour oh boy and i'm about to hit this massive pole uh this massive light pole that's i'm headed straight towards so I got to do some kind of maneuver. So I had to like kind of yank the wheel right then left to kind of get the car to veer away from yeah, it and yeah, sort yeah, of not around. Yeah, slide right into it. And somehow, somehow I managed to do it. So I managed to get the Porsche kind of like drifting around the the pole. So I saved the Porsche and I saved my job. And then you get out and you go, did it on purpose, didn't hit the pole. You see my drift there? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but the, the stain in my pants would have said otherwise. That's what I was going to say. When you got out of the car, was there a <laughs> crease in the middle of the seat where your ass cheeks had clinched the hardest they've ever clinched in your yeah, life? There's definitely a crease in my, in my self-worth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you made it. And now we get to have a funny story about it. So... I remember that we watched the Super Bowl together a couple years ago. Yeah, we did. Are you, yeah. are you, I can't remember, are you a football guy? And if you are, who is your team? To be honest with you, I'm not, but I do enjoy, I was raised in France, so it was, all, it was always soccer, you or know. football. That's right. Respect it. I'm saying if soccer to went, respect if you Americans. If the motherland and called it soccer, oh, they'd have your ass. 100%. I'm saying you, it as a respect to your American viewers. Oh, okay, 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 <laughs> fine. Respect, that's fine. But, no, I like football, the American football, but I don't really specifically have a team. I guess I'm supposed to like the Raiders since I live in Vegas. Sure, sure. But so, you're a casual enjoyer, you would say. Much like yeah. if I watched a, a – a, what do they call it in France? Do they call it foot, does, does, I, I foot? I sound so ignorant. So just football? Foot. 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 That's it in France? Yeah, we, we shorten it like that. <laughs> Love the French, man, just keeping it Let's short some and foot. sweet. You don't even got to do the bowl. You just go foot. That's it. That's it, man. So what's your – do you watch Premier League so – because I know there's like a bunch of different leagues. Do you watch Premier League soccer? Do you have a favorite team? Do you watch <clears throat> France when they – obviously, you must when they do the World okay, Cup. So when the, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about the is World Cup. Is that a sore Cup, subject man. right now? The World Cup is – it's still very sore because I, I, I do – when the World Cup starts, my life stops. Like that's all I do. It's like, okay, I'm on my phone checking scores. I'm – Seeing which country is doing well, and I'm obviously following my countries, which is France and Brazil okay. and U.S. and U.S. too. No, I mean, but, but the, the USA phew. men's are never going to win it, right? Like we're just not on the same I level. Wouldn't, I would never. I wouldn't say never. No, you know, unlikely. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I think Americans are just really blowing up in, in any sports they want. You know, if they really start focusing on it, especially now that Messi. Has joined the MLS. The MLS is and he is just destroying massive. them like a group oh, of high God. schoolers. Like he, unreal. I guarantee you, he's just like this is the easiest money I've ever made in my career because none of the guys that the MLS have, like all the guys who are big football, soccer don't come for me. Players, they're all playing in the Premier League or they're playing for some 
big cocked oil prince in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. What was the one guy that got that <laughs> giant contract recently? Killian Mbappe. He was offered. Which was a, it's like a billion dollars or was, something. Yeah, but it? he was offered a billion dollars for one year. Insane. Insane. That's like, that's like 100 million per month. Like, that's unbelievable. No one's been offered that. But what Messi did is is nothing short of incredible, man, because when when he came in, Miami hadn't won a single game. And he, sco- he scored, like, every game. Every are they getting game. ready to, to do their... Every single game. Because, like, do they do a tournament? Do they, They're they... doing the, the national MLS tournament. But, but is it, like, single elim? Like, it's like a bracket-style single elim? Or do kind they have of, yeah. It's like, like a the championship, World Cup? you know, who has more points at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, but... He's won. He's won them every. They, they're undefeated now. As soon as he came, that's what in. I'm saying. He's crushing it because I am. I am not even somebody that really follows football respectfully. But that has been popping up on my phone so much because he just showed up and immediately crushed it for them. But it's also because the deal that he made uh, with Miami and the MLS is is something that's never been done before. It's a completely new approach to 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 and for those that are uneducated what was the deal that he struck with them because i'm sure it was definitely worth a lot of money because he's considered one of the greatest players even though he's still currently playing ever like like, well at first originally he was offered a lot more money to play in saudi arabia yeah those guys have unlimited money they've been taking all the good players you know ronaldo and amar all these guys and they have that golf league what the hell is that called Derek? the the other one that they're doing Oh uh, yeah, the one that's been in controversy with the PGA Tour. Wasn't it Phil Mick? Didn't Phil Mickelson cross or something? Like they're making insane amounts of money. Yeah, some this. of them change. But Messi looks like he did an agreement worth up to 150 million over two and a half years yeah. before additional yeah, compensation insane. from MLS partners Adidas and Apple. So exactly. So Crazy. that's the thing. Like Apple bought the rights to MLS, right? So if you want to watch MLS, you got to get an Apple subscription. Mm. Now Apple Smart. is going to be paying Messi to be a part of that, and not only is Apple paying him. He's going to get merchandise uh, payments from the MLS as well. Meaning, if if I buy an LA Galaxy jersey, Messi's getting, getting paid, paid in Miami. So essentially, he has a, a partnership agreement with them. with everything, and he's uh, got also part ownership of the Miami club. So yeah. his his he's got money. Like if he would have played in Saudi Arabia, he would have got a big check from one entity, and that's it. But over here, he's getting part ownership there with Miami. He's yeah, he's paid got from equity, Apple. and they're cutting he's him a big check. So he's it's set unreal. forever. Oh, he's going to retire a billionaire with all the endorsements that he's doing with Hard Rock Cafes and Nike and all that. Like it's 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 unreal. I mean, with that kind of deal, certainly they have his ass into not like necessarily have his ass, but into perpetuity. He will be a face of it. Presumably, he'll eventually coach. Maybe he'll be the one that runs the whole league. He will be present in it. If they're cutting him that kind of a deal, like he will be participating for a while. Because I think, like you know, European soccer is massive. It's all over the world, right? And MLS has sort of like been lagging behind. But I think that Messi coming in here could be a catalyst, and soccer could become a huge thing in the U.S. You know, yeah. obviously, obviously, right now, I feel, now I feel a, like it's really slept on in in the United States. I personally am not a fan of it, but I yeah. could see that it, I could see that it's growing. Clearly, it's growing. If they get somebody like him. To come over here. For for me, I think the difference between him playing here versus in the Premier League is obviously he's going to be able to expand upon his legacy if he keeps playing there versus here. I respect what he's doing because he's trying to build soccer up to be as soccer or football. Don't come for me. <laughs> as as big as it is in, in the UK, Europe, I, I, I mean – Soccer is worldwide. Soccer yeah. definitely has the farthest, in my opinion, soccer and apparently cricket is huge. Uh, really? 
have, I mean, it's the national sport of India, and there is, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. like 300 million of them, or a billion. Look it up, Derek. I don't know. I don't want to be incorrect about this. I need to know how many people there are in India. But anyways, like I said, I respect the move because essentially he's trying to build something. He sure. could just stay, continue playing in the Premier League. Yeah. The 1.4 billion go India. Holy cow. Wow. That is an insane amount of people. All right. The, but, only, the only one that beats him is China. Other than yeah. that, it's yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. And, and I've, I've seen a lot of interviews and just g- out of genuine interest, Googled him a lot, which is like, you know, you got to take everything that you read with a grain of salt or, or consider the source before you take it a certain way. But I feel like he is genuinely a good dude. He seems like a good guy to me. So I he, think he I has feel like autism. He you heard about that? Like he, that's he like, has like that's autism That's not a left field autism. Yeah. He was diagnosed with autism. Like he's, he's got something and you can that's tell like when he, when he talks to people, he's always a little awkward, you know, what's the position and that he plays? I think he's a midfielder. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be a world class midfielder and you don't have, and you aren't on the spectrum, you will not get there. Okay. <laughs> Messi is our example. I've never heard of that before. That's, and that's he doesn't wild. he doesn't cheat on his girl too. They've been together since he was like thirteen. Like it's unreal. That's one of the things I read, and I'm like, solid guy. I like this guy. Faithful, loyal, ultra rich. He's better than all one of us. Of the best. What a guy. Most definitely. So the reason I brought up football is I remember we were watching the, the Super Bowl mm. with the Rams and the Bengals, and because you. How heavily would you say you're into the crypto? Would you say that's a, a a large investment for you, or is it something that you are experimenting it's, with, or something? Oh no, it's the only investment for okay, me. Okay, the it's, only investment. I know why you're bringing this up now. I know why. So, I know where you're going with this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> during the Super Bowl with the Bengals and I the Rams, that, if you didn't know. They had a commercial for what was it crypto.com or was it um, Coinbase? Coinbase, Coinbase. So, this man, while he was enjoying the game, was consistently checking his phone because I guess with the, the crypto market, the, this commercial dropping could have a huge effect on the value of all coins, certain coins. Boy, was I wrong. More of the top level coins, but. The crazy thing is they dropped that commercial and wasn't it just a QR code and it crashed their website because so many people were clicking on it and downloading it. it. I thought that was wild. I was, yeah, I was watching the game and I was really enjoying it. Obviously I love the Super Bowl. There's so much pressure and it's, the stakes are so high. It's really, that's yeah, why I love championship football. level sports. Even if I'm not, oh, I'm not someone who follows the sports, I'll, wa- I'll watch cricket. I don't yeah, know yeah. what the championship of cricket is. Oh, sign yeah. me up. If it's the top level and they're going for the world championship, do it. It's the best, man. You, you really see, see people giving their all. I yep. guess. But anyways, I was really focused on the commercials that were popping out, and I was waiting. Everybody had talked about these rumors that Coinbase, which was one of the biggest crypto exchange platforms, they were going to drop a commercial during the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, man, and, you know, me being a moon boy. You know? The most expensive commercial dollar you could possibly pay oh, yeah. for, arguably. I don't know how it is in other areas of the world, but I think it's considered the most expensive commercial dollar in the world, it has to be hundred yeah. percent. And I think they, I think like maximum they get sixty seconds, right? So they're paying like ten million dollars for a minute, and that's but you know it, you've got you at get. least a hundred million viewers. So yeah, you're definitely getting your money's worth. The strange thing to me is you're always seeing the same ones: Coke, Pepsi, Budweiser, Ram Truck, Doritos, Ford Truck, Doritos, like. 
how desperate are these people for our attention? And movies. Clearly you have a, and movies, a, clearly you have a popular product. How badly do you need to advertise it? At this point, I feel like I it's think, a flex for them. Like I, think, I spent $10 million when I didn't even need to. Bud Light is going to really need to step it up. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> Bud Light has Bud had Light a bad is, year. They have been going through it. They're going to be asking for uh, Super Bowl discounts, I think, with the year that they've had. You know, those two decades that we advertised with you, can we get like a, a slight rebate on that this time? Maybe a free one. We've been loyal. Give me a freebie. To you. Yeah, I doubt it. Not for the Super Bowl. No. It's going to be, uh, they're going to have to put you up. But no, I was, I, was, I was terribly wrong about that. It didn't really do anything for the price. You know, people just get excited about new, because crypto is so new, so they get excited when something cool happens. But I think now. Now, what I'm and, and a lot of crypto investors are waiting for is the bit, the Bitcoin spot ETF that BlackRock is uh, is trying to to put in the market. BlackRock controls you, the world, apparently. Right. If you don't know BlackRock, BlackRock has about maybe ten trillion dollars worth of assets. They control like all the major companies. They have own like twenty five percent of the media. So the funniest thing about Bitcoin is, literally, and I hate when people use this word. Literally, literally, literally 10 years ago, I was it might have been a little longer. I was standing outside of a comic book shop where I played Magic the Gathering cards and we can get into that later. And this guy who was just the the quintessential comic book shop nerd, long, greasy hair, glasses, little stinky goes, man, if you took a thousand bucks. Ten years ago, Julian, if you took a thousand bucks right now and just bought Bitcoin in ten years, you'll be a millionaire. And I was like, that sounds like absolute bullshit. <laughs> and if there is one regret I have in my life, it is not trusting this random stranger because he was right. If I had put a thousand, I wish I could go back. That honestly, time machine scenario in the DeLorean, Back to the Future, Marty McFly. I'm going back to that moment and being like, get a thousand dollars and do it right fucking now. Don't wait. I play that game in the shower all the time when I'm crying. <laughs> when I'm sitting if? there crying and I'm like, man, it's. Uh, do you remember the video game back then? It was called Starcraft. Shout out to Starcraft. Yes, I do. Never played Starcraft, but I know. Okay, Starcraft. well, check this out. I saw this picture the other day on Facebook, and it was a flyer for a, and it was back from 2011, I think, or 2010, and it was a Starcraft flyer for a tournament. The StarCraft tournament. And the first prize, there was three prizes. The first prize was $200. The second prize was $100. And the third prize, third place, was 100 Bitcoins. A hundred <laughs> of I them? I shit you not, 100? man. A hundred? A hundred Bitcoins. Oh. You know how much that worth today? But see, here's You want to pull it up there? Actually, I can tell you, that would be, the, that would be worth $2.5 million. That's it for a hundred of them. Yeah, it's Bitcoin's about twenty five grand a pop right now. Oh, okay, well, st- I mean, still two and a half million. Mill ain't nothing to shake a you stick. You imagine? At. But at the same time, I know me, and I know that at some point when it did like a good little jump, I'd be like, hell yeah, made money. Of course, you know what I'm saying. And that's the key. Is we like, all say that. Have, yeah, you have to hold, and then it's like you yeah. have to know when you're at your peak and get out, so it doesn't just go. Exactly. Because there was some guy who went crazy when the Dogecoin was a thing. Oh, but Dogecoin is nothing. Did you hear about Shiba Inu? 
Yeah, but 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 it's it's a meme uh, coin essentially. Like there yeah. isn't any kind of utility or anything that they're doing behind it. It just is. Shiba a, a little, but I mean, uh, yeah, Shiba was the biggest grower in in the history of of crypto. I even made or, a few or coins it could on have that. been or it could have been Shiba, but it was one of them. He had gotten in at the bottom and just bought a ton of them as a joke, and then it went up. And I think he had three million dollars worth, and they he got interviewed not necessarily by a news service, but but by but by internet people who were like, sell it. Yeah, that's cheap like, money. You're not you're not you're not you're not a wealthy person. That could immediately set you up. And then it's like you know the whole point at that point is you get the three mil, maybe you do some real estate investments or put it into something that is a little more stable than the the crypto. I mean that's that's my reservations with it. I think uh, one of the funniest but he, stories but, ever. But long story short, he lost. That shit went back down, and he could have had three mil, but then it went boom. But you didn't hear about that uh, that guy who invested early in Shiba Inu. That was the biggest trade in the history of the world, and that happened in 2021. The biggest bit, the biggest crypto it's the biggest crypto trade, trade. Oh, okay. the, the, the biggest upset in, in the history. <laughs> And everyone was making because it was the, during the same time as that GameStop and AMC fiasco. Yeah, that the, which that shit was hilarious. But shout out to Wall coin, Street bets. That there shit you go. So shout funny. out big time. Yeah, seriously. Thank you for paying for my Mexico trip. <laughs> Thanks for the vacay. True story. I Good bought I bought AMC at seven bucks. Sold at seventy. Oh wow! In a month or two, it was insane. So thank you, thank you, Wall Street bets. <laughs> so uh, I still think one of the craziest stories is when this guy uh, Lonzo Hayens oh, yes. paid. 10,000 bitcoins yeah. for, for two pizza. Papa John's pizzas, dude. It's a hundred million dollar pizza, buddy. <laughs> Here's the thing. You can't be speculative about one's own life because if you're thinking about that constantly, you're going to go want to go jump off a building. Oh, uh, you want to hear something crazy? Or at least you want to hear would. something crazy? Here you go. This guy, when Shiba Inu started off, he was one of the very first investors in it. He put eight grand into it. Which, which is must huge. have been an insane amount of coins it's huge at the time. Because I bought in the coin when uh, maybe six months after it launched. And I bought maybe 800 bucks worth. And after a month, I made 12 grand with that coin. It was crazy. That paid for my... <laughs> I went to fucking Europe and, and Brazil with that money. It was insane. But this guy... You should have bought a Shiba Inu. I mean, that was your opportunity. 12K. Right. Yeah. I don't know how expensive a Shiba well, Inu is. I'm just going to fucking but... rescue one, man. <laughs> But no, I went, I saw this guy, man. He bought 8,000 in uh, November of 2020, about $8,000 worth. And he, and he, a year later, so November 2021, guess how much his $8,000 was worth? I couldn't even because that went, you didn't even... that literally go from like a, a small fraction of a cent up to being a couple of bucks or so it went from more? like no it went from like 10 zeros to like five or four which is uh, which, which is mathematically massive. is a huge it's, leap it, it doesn't like, even matter if it gets to a cent I mean, it, it was, was like great. times 10 million maybe times no but that's no that that no that's the times it went up so this guy his eight thousand dollars after a whole year was worth 5.6 billion dollars but how? But like, how? How do you get that out? Like, could you feasibly exactly? Just you can't cash it out and be like, okay, give me that. Not, not all at once because there's could not enough liquidity. Could you even get liquidity. like a sizable chunk of that? Sure, at yeah. Once? How big? He can get a big chunk, but the thing is that he owns so much of it that it would have completely crashed. It would tank the value of the rest of it. Oh shit! That, so that as he's is cashing the out, worst man. Like you, you as you're cashing out, the price is dropping oh, because of you. 
God, because of that, you. That hurts. It's like being it's like being <clears throat> Jeff Bezos. You want to unload all your shares of Amazon. You can't because it's going to make the price tank and your yeah. shares are going to tank. So you had to take him out super slow like that. And he still has a shit ton of it. But imagine having that problem. You have too much money. You I can't mean, take it out. Honestly, I would live life on credit and just try to try to essentially <laughs> yeah. just make the payments with the Shiba and pray that it never just goes to zero zero to the. 27th power to where exactly. you have nothing but but he was still able to take out he took out a bunch of small chunk he took out probably hundreds of millions out of it so oh so he's I'm sure so he's clearly i'm sure he's doing all right he'll still, never still he'll never be able never to pull out again. everything at that price but he's never gonna have to work again no still like you don't no. even at that point you don't give a fuck about five billion you're like if i can get a hundred milli fine i'm never working again i'm never working again you're living that bilzerian life already man yeah. that guy's a liar though Right? Isn't he? He has the stupidest haircut of all time right now. Pull that up, Derek. He has a super <laughs> wide. I can see why some people kind of admire him or idolize him because he is a big, jacked, cocky motherfucker. And clearly, I mean. Uh, he's good the, at promoting his image. but Yeah, I think... the jury's out on it because aren't most of those girls, and I don't mean this in a yeah, non-classy do. way but aren't they like paid for aren't they essentially like hired models who are just cultivating this image that he's like a rich playboy ladies man or are they ones that genuinely want to hang out with him and apparently fucks a lot of them and does cocaine to the verge of his heart exploding and still has mm-hmm. a six-pack though crushing it dan doing well i don't think they would go in there for free though to be honest no with you. i mean I think there's a, at a certain point they're trying to enjoy the lifestyle. They want to go yeah, on the private plane, so they might not a, be overtly getting paid, but they certainly aren't paying for shit when they're with him. There's definitely a quid pro quo somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Most for those of you at home, that's a that's a you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Also a nonverbal agreement. Although I'm sure he would get verbal about it if he wasn't getting what he wanted. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, the only crypto that I dabbled in was xrp which i'm sure you're familiar with because you're Mm -hmm. someone who's on the scene with the crypto but that was never anything that was really meant to explode they're trying to essentially make a bridge currency that they call it where you could essentially use it anywhere in the world so if you had that on you you have money anywhere and you can pay for anything anywhere you go yeah that's that's for most cryptos though xrp is trying to really break into the banking system mostly bitcoin is good for people like you and me like if I want to send you money and you're in Australia, for example, I don't have to go to the bank, give the money, pay the fees. Then you have to go to the bank, go pay the fee, go get yeah, the exactly. money. Yeah, exactly. You're just good to go. You I can, can just send you Bitcoin shit. anywhere in the world. But XRP is dealt for bigger enterprises, for industri- for um, you know, like the big banking system is trying to replace SWIFT, which is the 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 payment system that's right, used right. to transfer which money I, which around I got the read world. into that, but essentially I got talked into it. I think I still hold like a thousand coins. I have them on a hard wallet and a safe but i'm just like i don't know if i'll ever do anything about these and every once in a while i google it and i'm like will this reach ten dollars question mark because i'm trying to do the mexico vacation with it you know what i'm saying at least if it does something we're all living that hopeful dream man but yeah it's it should blow up man i mean every four years like bitcoin is cyclical so every four years run right there's the having when it's yeah bull run haven't heard of that having is every four years it happens with bitcoin So you know how Bitcoin is, people acquire Bitcoin through mining. Correct. So they yeah. mine Bitcoin through, you know, f- 
fixing you know complex uh, equations online through coding. they're like it's it's essentially completing a transaction it's doing something and you get rewarded for exactly doing it. exactly but the the rewarding compounds get get cut in half every four years so it becomes more valuable because there's less of it being distributed exactly so it's yes, deflationary yes. unlike our u.s dollar which is printed every damn second this is deflationary, so it's becoming worth more as the time goes because there's less of it. Yeah, well, I mean, our government needs to continue to go to pointless wars and give money to the military-industrial complex. I could go on about it all night. Anyways, <laughs> it's been just great having this random assortment of topics with you. We'll definitely have you back on in the this future. Is really fun, man. Thank you. Um, if you've been listening... Purchase cryptocurrency safely. Don't call football soccer. Do it at your own risk. Do it at your own risk. And also, maybe don't drive supercars in the rain. <laughs> or you will risk spinning out towards a light pole. Or you'll have a great story to tell on Uncle Kyle and Sweet Derek's podcast. Exactly. Come jump on the pod. Anyways, thanks again, Julian, for Thank showing you. up. Thank we'll you. We'll have you on in the future. I'm Uncle Kyle. He's Sweet Derek. We'll catch you guys on the next one. See you later, guys. Thank you, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Naturals Pod. Please remember to follow us on your Twitter and Instagram accounts at The Naturals Pod. Do you have what it takes to join the Natty Nation? Like and subscribe to find out.